Welcome back to the Big Sky Now. I'm Josh Dugan, and this time around, we'll roll with our second-ever Big Sky Roundup. And on this week's Big Sky Roundup, I'll be grading how the four Big Sky teams that made the playoffs last season have done in the transfer portal. It's that time of year. College football action never stops. The transfer portal is the talk of the town in the college football world right now. Tons of movement going on for every program. So we'll take a look at how our Big Sky playoff teams from the FCS playoffs last year have fared so far as far as incoming players in the portal. And then on a future episode, we'll hand out some grades for the rest of the conference. All right, let's start this thing out with a team that got hit very hard by the portal as far as outgoing players. But they have brought in a solid haul of players back, and that is the Idaho Vandals. Idaho lost Giovanni McCoy, starting quarterback, star running back Anthony Woods, among a few other key contributors. They've brought in so far running back from South Dakota, Nate Thomas, defensive backs, Corey Thomas from Northern Iowa, and K.J. Trujillo from Northern Alabama. They brought in a wide receiver in Orion Peters, who played at Washington State. And then they brought in a pair of long snappers in Northern Alabama, or excuse me, Alcorn State product, Dylan Fisher, and University of Alabama Birmingham transfer, Xander Eccles. So the Vandals making some noise in the portal. I'm going to start with kind of the guys who jump out. And first off, South Dakota State transfer Nate Thomas jumps out as a name to watch after a solid career with the Coyotes. The Vandals, like I said, lost star running back Anthony Woods. He left to Utah via the portal, so it shows the type of talent that Woods brings, and they are losing, so that's a big loss. That being said, Thomas is a redshirt junior, had a very solid freshman campaign in 2021, had over 700 yards and five rushing touchdowns. He missed all of 2022 with an injury, and in limited carries last season, he rushed for 398 yards and five touchdowns while averaging six yards per carry in his most recent season. That's solid production. you got to think that offense is going to be looking for someone to help fill those shoes, and Tom of Woods and Thomas could definitely be that guy, the former South Dakota State player. On to the next guy who really jumps out at me, and that's Washington State transfer wideout, Orion Peters. Big-time pickup. You know, Washington State, they're bringing in real top-tier talent, and Idaho lost a pair of receivers who were integral to their success last year, Jermaine Jackson and Hayden Hatton. Of course, Hatton's likely off to the NFL. Jackson had a very solid career. And as far as Peters goes, he had 13 catches for 138 yards and a touchdown in his time with the Cougars. And based off his five foot eight, 170 pound frame, you got to think he's going to fill the shoes of a guy like Jermaine Jackson, who also had that similar stature, but a very explosive player who can be a game changer on special teams, all those kind of things. On the defensive side of the ball, you got to like the Vandals bringing in a pair of players in the secondary with additions of Northern Alabama transfer KJ Trujillo and Northern Iowa transfer. Corey Thomas, because the Vandals lost an all-big sky corner, Marcus Harris, who was off to Cal Berkeley. So, overall, the Vandals earned a B-plus grade for me. I would have liked to see them beef up the O-line a little bit, maybe bring a couple defensive interior kind of guys, but maybe add a quarterback to the crop because he lost McCoy. That being said, I like where Idaho's at. They brought in a great haul of players who do have a lot of experience, played at the college level, and can help on both sides of the ball and special teams. So, we're giving the Vandals a B-plus. On to Montana who's brought in quite the hall of players with eight incoming transfers. They brought in quarterback Logan Fife from Fresno State, running back Stevie Rocker from Arizona, offensive lineman Everett Johnson from Cal. On defense, you have safety Cade Cutler, Montana State product, defensive back Kenzel Lawler from Utah, Anders Lerman, 
from Youngstown State, Kai Vaho from San Diego State, and defensive tackle Pat Hayden from Monmouth. So that all being said, the first name who really jumps out at me is quarterback Logan Fife. The Grays, they lost Clifton McDowell to the portal. He's off to Temple. And you bring in a guy like Fife with a lot of FBS experience playing at Fresno State. He has over 1,500 career passing yards and six career touchdown passes. So he's done it a little bit. He's seen the field. He can produce at the college level, and he had a strong performance against the number seven team in the country in 2022, the USC Trojans. So it shows that against top-tier competition, he's had the ability to play, and he's done well. So I think he's going to compete for that starting job from day one, likely have one foot in the door as the potential starter with that experience and being a senior and those kind of things. So I really like the addition of Fife with McDowell heading the Temple. Everett Johnson's another name that stands out. Six foot seven, 300 pound offensive lineman. He should fit right in with the Grizz and their big bodied offensive line. And then Stevie Rocker had a solid freshman year at Arizona in 2021 before not seeing the field much the past two seasons. But with a deep running back room, you got to like the addition of some more talent, make it that much more competition, motivates guys. And he has experience playing for a solid program at the FBS level. So Rocker should be a name to watch. On the defensive side of the ball, the name that really stood out to me right off the bat San Diego State transfer linebacker. Because guys like Levi Janicaro and Braxton Hill are on their way out from Montana, and the Grays are going to have to have an immediate replacement ready for that. And I think Vaho could be one of those guys. Hill and Janicaro combined for 190 total tackles last season. Vaho started the Aztec, or excuse me, was on pace to start next season for the Aztec. So you know the talents there. He did see playing time in 41 games for San Diego State. So he's going to bring some solid experience to the Grizzlies linebacker core, who, like I said, is losing two key seniors. Defensive lineman Andres Lerman and Pat Hayden will help help beef up that defensive line. And they're losing the Big Sky Defensive Player of the Year and Alex Gubner, so you kind of like them bringing in a little help to replace a guy like Gubner. No one player is going to replace that, the production that Gubner brought. But if you could add a few new key pieces who can play from day one because they have experience, that only helps. So I do like those additions. All that being said, the Grizz, they brought in a lot of experienced players from the FBS and FCS level at key positions that they need help replacing. So I'm going to go out and give Montana an A-plus grade because of how seamlessly their transfers should fit from day one with the Grizz. And I think the addition of Fife at quarterback after losing McDowell is the one that really jumps out and pushes them from maybe like an A-minus to an A-plus because you bring in a guy who can compete from day one for a starting quarterback job when you have key receivers back, Junior Bergen, Keelan White, Aaron you have a big-time tight end coming back in Cole Grossman, who missed a lot of time with injury, and a solid offensive line and great running back room. You add the quarterback to the mix with veteran experience, playing with top-tier talent at Fresno State, playing against top-tier talent. That could be a great guy who can right off the bat make an impact. So we're going with the A-plus for the Grizz. As for Montana State, really surprised. They haven't been very active in the transfer portal. Every team has a method to their madness during this new era of transfers and NIL and recruiting and whether you want to kind of develop players from within or go out and get guys who have the talent but maybe haven't had the opportunities to prove themselves. That being said, the one player Montana's brought Montana State, excuse me, has brought in his main transfer tight end, Rohan Jones. He'll be a junior next year for Montana State. He brings some good size and athleticism to the Bobcats. Six foot two, 235 pound tight end who had 22 catches last year, 240 receiving yards, and five receiving touchdowns as a sophomore. I really like the addition because this is a team who knows how to utilize their tight ends and fullbacks. They've had a lot of success in the red zone the last few years. And I think, based off his numbers and his size and his ability, Jones is a guy who's going to be a red zone threat right off the bat for the Bobcats in that offense. So I definitely like the addition of Jones, which I think is a grade A move. That being said, 
said, because of the lack of overall depth that Montana State's brought in via the portal, right now I'm going to give them a C-minus grade because I really think they need some help on the offensive line after losing three key players who left via the portal. And a guy like Sean Chambers, his college career is over. So you would think they'd like to go out and bring in another dynamic quarterback who could help replace Chambers in the run game. That would be something to keep an eye on. Although you never know, Coach Vegan and that staff might have something brewing that's flying under the radar. So last up for our transfer portal grades from 2023 Big Sky Playoff teams is the Sacramento State Hornets, who had a nice little haul. They added tight end Jay Rudolph from San Diego State, offensive lineman Bryson Summers from Coastal Carolina, Nickelback Molina Tia from San Marcos Junior College, and then he previously played at Utah Tech at the FCS level, and then Colby Workington from Abilene Christian, who previously played at Fresno State. So, Overall, the Hornets didn't bring in quite the amount of depth as Montana or Idaho, but I think they had a really sol- solid haul of players. Tight end Jay Rudolph stands out as a player to watch. Six foot four, two hundred forty-five pound redshirt junior saw most of his action on special team for the Aztecs. But they're going to be looking to replace a guy in Marshall Martin who was a big-time part of that Hornets offense the last few years at the tight end position. So you bring in a guy like Rudolph, he should have a chance to compete for that tight end spot and see the field quite a bit. And when you're bringing in guys via the portal, you want guys who can contribute right off the bat, and that makes a big difference. The addition of offensive lineman Bryson Summers jumps out as well, potential player ready to make an impact from day one as well. He redshirted at Coastal Carolina last season and previously played junior college ball at Sierra Junior College in Rockland, California, which is right down the street from where the Hornets play in Sacramento. I know, so he should be ready to get adapted quickly and jump right in. Warkington brings a solid chunk of college experience to the Hornets. He appeared in 20 games for Abilene Christian in the last few years. 20 career total tackles, one and a half sacks. But I like to say, and it's an old saying in the football world, you can't teach size. And at six foot six, 265 pounds, the redshirt senior should be a solid piece up front for the Hornets. Overall, what jumps out to me about the Hornets recruiting, or excuse me, transfer portal class the most, you get three guys who are big bodies and can help this team be more physical on both sides of the ball. Last year, they lost to South Dakota in the playoffs. The two Montana schools and Idaho, all teams who could play physical football up front. I think the Hornets wanted to shore up on both sides of the ball, get some more size, get some of those big dogs out there, and then you could compete with the big teams in the conference and in the playoffs because that's the type of football. You know, you got to be able to play get in the trenches when it comes to playoff time and rivalry games and all that kind of stuff. So I do like the moves. I think they have a solid core of quarterbacks right now led by Caden Bennett. They have returning players on in the running back game and on the outside. They do lose Marcus Fulcher. You might have liked to see somebody come in at running back and replace him via the portal. But that all being said, I'm going to give the Hornets a B-minus grade. I think they didn't have the depth of Idaho or Montana, but I think they brought in players that can compete for a role with the team from day one bring a lot of size, and like I said, the Hornets, they looked like when they played the more competitive teams, the Montana schools, Idaho, in the playoffs when they lost, it felt like they got bullied up front a little bit, so having that extra size could make a big difference. So that'll do it for our first ever grades handed out here on the Big Sky Now. Fun time for sure, doing a little Big Sky Roundup. And, you know, the transfer portal, it's the name of the game nowadays. I You know, I have my mixed feelings about it. You love to see a team have continuity and grow over a few years, but it's an era of adapt and adjust, and you got to play the game. So the schools that are going out there and being aggressive in the portal – a lot of the times, those are the schools that are winning right now. So, you know, Montana got the A+. Montana State gets the C+. The Vandals, they got a B-plus from me in Sac State, B-minus. So, you know, 
there's still time. Teams are still adding guys, and we'll take a look back at this in a couple months and see where we're at. As far as the rest of the Big Sky schools, we'll pick another week. We'll go through the rest of the eight teams, how they've done in the portal. I really wanted to just add UC Davis in here as a joke because they should have been a playoff team. That being said, not quite yet. Maybe the new head coach and a couple extra guys, maybe via the portal, could push them over the top. But they got star running back Land Larison coming back. They're going to have a good team. So that all being said, I'm Josh Dugan, and I'm out. Thank you, as always, for checking out the show.